0: Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: And welcome back everybody to legacy arena. I am Nathan King here with Mark Murphy and Auburn is going home in the round of 32 for the second straight season. They lose to the number two overall seed, the number one seed, in the Midwest region, Houston. They lose 81 to 64 today here in Birmingham. Mark you and I, <laughs> I remember at halftime we kind of walked walked past you exchanged a little bit of a look like mm, they might be able to do this thing Auburn was up 10 points um at halftime they had a great run heading into the second half heading into the the locker room there at the break but you know you, you always hate to use the cliche a tale of two halves in any <laughs> in any instance but man on on both ends of the floor this really was the case for Auburn it was a it was an elite team in Houston, you know, a great team, a team that can win the national title this year, um, making the right adjustments at halftime and, and, and completely locking up Auburn after the break. Yeah, Auburn got
2: outscored 50 to 23 in the second half, and Auburn lost the lead fairly quickly in the second half. Uh, just had a 10 minute plus spell without a field goal, which, I mean, it's incredible. They still had a chance to win the game with about six minutes left, and Auburn was up. Actually, three fairly late in the game, but just didn't close it out very well. We've seen this team have some problems with that before, Nathan. And, uh, you know, the first half was probably one of the better halves of the season, particularly considering the competition. and uh, Got after them defensively, you know, had a lot of assists, not many turnovers. And, uh, you know, I started thinking about what I was going to order at Kansas City Joe's barbecue yep. <laughs> next week, one of my favorite spots on the earth for eating food
1: yeah they would have been able to go back like you mentioned they would have been able to go back go to ahead, Kansas sir. City um with a with a win here um you know they were they were hanging around like like you mentioned in the first half um a lot of patience offensively I thought Thanks, against I a really good defense um obviously they're working well on the other end as well but it was a good burst by them hitting it after I end up being a 17 to 4 run heading into the break it's a 10 point lead everything was working um for Auburn there heading into halftime but after the half, it was, it was interesting. Kelvin Sampson, Houston's coach, said after the game, he was actually glad that Houston started on defense because then they got a stop. It set the tone. He said, really, there weren't that many adjustments made. Um, it was kind of more about focus and, and, uh, and more about confidence for his defense there in the second half. But uh, yeah, they, make a, they make a field goal, Auburn does, on their third possession of the second half. They went the next 10 and a half minutes, Mark, without a made shot. They end up going only 4 of 24 in the uh, in the second half. It was they, Houston was extending catches. There wasn't anything easy, and even when it was easy, and they were able to, then they were able to get to the free throw line—that's something we even have, haven't even talked about today. Uh, it was a, it was a dreadful free throw performance. That if Auburn had been a little bit better, they maybe would have had a chance to win this game.
2: Yeah, Auburn uh, was 15 of 26 at the free throw line in the second half, which is just a crazy number. 0 5 on threes. You mentioned they shot 16.7% from the field in the second half, and that was that was a big problem. So, you know. The defense wasn't nearly as good as it needed to be in the second half. But, I mean, when you're shooting that poorly, the odds that you're
1: not going to hold on to a ten-point lead at halftime are slim and none against yes. a good team. This wasn't, percentage-wise, it wasn't their worst free throw performance of the year. They had one worse, was at Vanderbilt, when they shot 50%. But they left 17 points at the foul line. Crazy Auburn number. Did.
2: This is the most free throws they've ever shot in the NCAA tournament wow. game. By four. Wow. And, uh, well, they had a great opportunity. To pull off the upset, if they would have made about 75 to 80 percent, I thought it would probably have been a close game down the stretch. And you know, Houston, their key guys have played a lot of minutes. And you know, the strategy for Auburn was trying to tire them out, play ten guys, and have the pressure legs at the end. But Auburn shot so poorly, Nathan, it just didn't matter.
1: Yeah, yeah. This was the most free throws attempted by Auburn in the game all season. Is the most free throws attempted against Houston all season long. But uh, but like we talked about, there was really nothing easy for them in the second half and that included the free throw line um even when auburn was able to drive inside the paint they only took five threes in the second half that's compared to 11 in the first half they made five of 11 in the first half missed all five of their attempts from beyond the arc in the second half so that that kind of shows how houston was really kind of spacing out auburn's catches on the uh, on the perimeter but even when they were able to get inside i thought this number was was crazy Marking you know, auburn missed 20 percent of their shots or i'm mean, sorry they missed 20 shots in the second half eight of those were blocked so houston <laughs> you know of Auburn's 20 misses 40 percent of them were blocked by uh, were blocked by Houston and that's what Dylan Cardwell said after the game he said look it's not the tallest front court in the world but they're so athletic he said it was honestly kind of surprising some of the shots they were able to uh, they're able to block and so Houston's been one of the three or four or five best defenses in the country all season and um they were really really able to flex that in the second half and Auburn just wasn't able to, you know when Wendell Green isn't able to get to the basket when he's you know getting his shot blocked um Janai Broom obviously had a lot of frustrations he might have been one of Auburn's better players otherwise in this game. Um, but obviously, he missed 10 free throws. And so um, when those two guys aren't able to get going, it's it's been difficult for Auburn, it was difficult in this game, it's been difficult all season for them.
2: You know, if you really want to look at one aspect, it turned a you know, big time away from the first to second half. Auburn dominated the points in the paint in the first half. Yep. Second half, Houston dominated the points in the paint, and they were getting good looks. They shot 50% in the second half, but a lot of those shots, were from close range and they're very athletic. They were able to, to shoot over Auburn's small guards. And Traymond Mark, the guy that you know they weren't expecting to have a big game, scores 26 points, takes 17 shots, uh, hits eight to nine free throws, and pulls down nine rebounds. Well, he was a difference maker tonight.
1: Yeah, and, and you know Marcus Sasser and, and Jamal Shed, their 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 injury statuses were obviously. Um, I don't know about up in the air, but they were definitely in question for this game. Sasser had been dealing with a groin injury, and then, uh, and then Shed had been dealing with a, with a hyperextended knee. Um, Sasser looked just fine in this game. He scored nine points before the first media timeout um, even happened. He got into foul trouble. Auburn had an opportunity um, there in the second half mark. You had, you had Sasser fouled, picked up his fourth foul, with about 11 minutes left in the game um and then about a minute later you had shed pick up his fourth foul um and i thought this was just telling of auburn's you know how they, they weren't able to capitalize on that when when sasser left the game that first time when he went with this fourth foul when he left the game auburn was down by only two when he came back they were down by 13. so, so they yeah, weren't able they, to take advantage and beat them. Uh, that
2: that was that was really telling in this game because you know houston's backup stepped up and played yeah. really well auburn's backups outplayed them in the first half Houston's backups outplayed Auburn in the second half, and that was a big deal. I and mean, you're talking about fouls. Uh, you know, Roberts fouled out. Uh, uh, Jamal Shedd had four fouls. Sasser four fouls. So, uh, and also Jarris Walker yep. uh, had four fouls. And, you know, he was everything. You know, I expected him to be a guy that narrowed it down to Auburn and Houston. He had uh, 10 rebounds. Uh, only had seven points, didn't have a big offensive game, but boy, he blocked six shots. Yeah. So, yeah, he's a he's a full-grown young man.
1: Yeah, they're they're starting front court combined for eight blocks, like I mentioned that second half, season-high 12 blocks for Houston in this game, and so really they were able to just get it to the game they wanted there in the second half. And you know, Bruce Pearl said after the game, about five or six minutes to go, he said, you know, he didn't really think their offense was panicking in the second half; they were trying to run their stuff. It was just getting thwarted on the perimeter by Houston's defense. But with about five or six minutes left, that's when over dribbling, just trying to get up shots. The lead was, the, the, you know, the deficit was double digits. It was it was pretty much over from there. And so, um, like we talked about, you know, second straight season, Auburn goes out in the round of 32. Of course, this time around, a little bit bigger of an accomplishment to be here for Auburn. I think last year, I thought it was interesting, Mark, kind of the, the tenor of Auburn fans heading into this game. Last year when we were heading into this game and it was a 10 seed Miami, people just, you know, they expected all season to be in the Sweet 16. Like, oh, it's a 10 seed, I'm gonna get right past them. This game was a little bit more house money You know, you're going up against the one seed. You were a nine seed. You haven't had the best season by Auburn standards, but still a year where they make the tournament. Um, And it kind of had that feel tonight. And when things started slipping away, um, you know, frustrations were there. But at the same time, I think most Auburn fans recognize um, this is a team that maybe when you consider the roster, when you consider what, you know, what they've gone through this season, kind of their ups and downs, it might be a team that, that overachieves a little bit this year.
2: Yeah. And when you look at the postseason in the NCAA tournament, Auburn played four halves. Three of them were well played. Yeah. It's the good yes, second half tonight here against Houston was very poorly played. So um, you know Bruce Pearl's ready to turn the page. That's what he told the players afterwards. That's what the players told me after the game. Um, you know they're going to you know fret over this a bit, but I mean it's not going to do them a whole lot of good to uh, wallow in self pity for a long time. They need to worry about getting better and move ahead towards next year.
1: Yeah, and speaking of moving ahead, you know, we're going to continue to have coverage um, from this from this event here in Birmingham over the next few days at, uh, at auburnundercover.com. There were there were a couple interviews and stories, you know, like guys like Chance Westry and, and Johan Treor that we talked to this week that we haven't gotten a chance to talk to earlier in the year. Like, we'll have stories on them. And so um, keep it locked, auburnundercover.com, inside the Auburn Tigers for uh, for more sort of post-mortem of, uh, of the end of Auburn's 2022-23 season. So uh, thank you guys so much for joining us today. For Mark Murphy, I'm Nathan King. We'll see you guys later.